0: Hey everyone, it's Melanie Starr here, back with another episode of A Couple of Stars, a podcast for all girls. I was supposed to put out a podcast like a couple of weeks ago, and I know I said that before, but like whatever, I don't think anyone actually even listens to this podcast, so it's kind of just me talking to myself, which isn't a gloomy thing, eh? I love talking to myself nothing like a bit of expert advice you know what i'm saying so anyway t- today i was talking to myself as i do frequently because sometimes that's what you got to do especially when you know you live alone and I-, I was thinking about how it's so hard these days to freaking communicate with each other like whether you're trying to talk to like family or you're trying to talk to friends or new business clients or whatever, there's just something about communicating. It's just so ridiculously scary when it shouldn't be because we're humans and that's what we do. Um, Just a warning as well, I don't have children, I'm 28 and uh, childless, Uh, but you may hear children because I have some really nappy neighbours who are just like slamming doors and shit at the moment and like yelling out at each other, like it's finally under 24 degrees here in Brisbane and like the weather is divine and... You know, it's like been a bit rainy and it's just such beautiful weather. So, of course, my neighbors want to act like just absolute dumb fucking shits and like slam doors and yell at each other. Because why would you think that we would be able to enjoy a moment of serenity? You know, how dare you? Anyway, so that might happen. I'm going to do my best to ignore it. Although that door slammed just then. I'm not sure if that recorded, but that fucking scared the shit out of me, man. I just jumped about a foot. Anyway, communicating. See, it's hard to even stay focused because life is distracting. So, like a lot of people, I'm sure, I was raised by a couple of people that, uh, and bless it, I love my parents, and this is not at all like a drag on my parents at all, especially if they a find this and listen to it. <laughs> Hi, guys. Um <sighs> Like a lot of us, I really struggled to learn how to communicate because my parents weren't very good communicators. Uh, They weren't very good communicators with each other. They're in their 50s and they're finally starting to learn how to communicate now. They were married quite young, as you did, you know, 30-odd years ago. Um, So I have a lot of, like, gaps in my, like, relationship knowledge I am with a partner at the moment. He is a beautiful human in his early thirties, so he's slightly older than moi. Uh, so he has like a tiny little leg up on me on what it is to be emotional. But like, let's face it, he's a man, so <laughs> he'll always be, yeah, you know, a little bit. Oh no, I don't want to say that. It's mean to men, isn't it? But let's face it, they're designed for. Other things, not saying they don't feel, oh God, this is turning into a big whole thing. Anyway, he's beautiful. He's beautiful. Let's just leave it there. I don't want to have to turn this into like some sort of, I don't know. I've been listening to a whole lot of like YouTube videos today with um, Isaac Butterfield. I don't know if you guys know him, but uh, he gets into a lot of trouble for his comments about feminism and reverse racism and... Hairy women and cyclists and shit If you want to laugh Like seriously go and check out He's a good Aussie bloke Honestly I think you need to just watch his videos With like a bit of a chuckle Because we're Australians We don't take each other too seriously Or at least we shouldn't Because you know We live in like One of the most beautiful countries in the world And we should just be Kissing the ground every day That we even live here Not just bullshitting each other About just crap Which is why I'm not going to get angry at my neighbours Because they're just people Living their life noisily Uh, so I really struggled growing up learning how to communicate because my parents were pretty passive people not to say that they couldn't be poked like you know an angry hornet's nest and you know flames come flying out of there or something or whatever the analogy would be but um, I was never taught to like be super aggressive and i know it's probably like like i'm a woman so a lot of us have, have not had that but you know it's so sort of, there's a lot of people that have the idea that the best fight is the one that's not fought and i i do believe that i don't i know people that are insanely fiery bless them um but every every like little argument every like little thing that goes on has to be a full war to the death with blades and it was like dude you like you know that really could have been so much easily like settled if you just relaxed and just let it roll off you you know you don't have to fight someone every time they say something that being said and probably too far the opposite way where it's like things get said or things happen and I just either freeze and say nothing or you know I just like let it go and that's not cool. Like, you know, there there needs to be a, a line where you stand up for yourself and you say, this is bullshit. Um, and I definitely find that easier in some regard with people that I aren't, I'm not related to or, you know, I've ever shared bodily fluids with, you know, <laughs> anything like that um because they're sort of outside of my realm of care like eventually I can sort of compartmentalize and be like well I can just cut you off cuz I don't know oh yeah remember that crazy guy like whatever but with family and people that you love it's a lot lot harder to 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 be assertive but my natural instinct is like no matter what they are family or rando is to be like passive Aggressive, I guess you could say, because it's like for example, the neighbours next door. I have only just recently moved into this place. I've been living here for about three months. I had been previously living back with my parents after living out of home and then living out of home again. Um I've basically been on my own since well not on my own, but I've basically been out of home since I was 19, so I'm pretty independent. Um, I like my own space. I can chill with people for a bit, but um, eventually I'd like parents, <laughs> but eventually I'm just like, dude, own space needed much. Just get out of my space unless I choose you to be around me. Um, please go away. Um, so I was so excited to finally move into my own digs again. I got my own business rocking. I am volunteering at a nursing home old people the fucking shit can I just say that I've been like wanting to do volunteer work forever um and I've always thought it would be a really cool idea to spend a bit of time at a nursing home you don't have to be there for days the place that I'm at um the volunteers are really really well looked after and they they love their volunteers um they're not a burden to the staff and that at all we help Um, People get from, you know, not only provide companionship, but we help people get from A to B. There's a lot of people in wheelchairs and things like that with disabled. Um, So every person that I can take to morning tea gives, uh, you know, a nurse or a nurse's aide more time to help someone who's even more debilitated or deal with a more serious issue than just like pushing people around in wheelchairs and that. So they really do take good care of their volunteers. I, I love it um even though it's now sort of clashing with work and I'm struggling to find time for everything but I usually find just a couple of hours a week to go and do that and I've made some old lady friends that I like to hang out with um and that's that's been great so it's it's really been uh good moving up here that being said that whole thing next door that thing next door Makes it hard for me to relax when I want to. And like I said, thank God or whoever it is you believe in that the weather is finally dying down to the point where I've had to like close everything just to record this and I swear you can still hear them outside. I'm probably going to hit playback and go, "Mm." but anyway, um, without dying in here, like it's some sort of sauna that I've made. Um, Just... Like, uh, some of these are just really disappointing. When I first moved in, I also had neighbours on the other side that were, like, just so loud all the time. And I know kids will be kids, but there's a lot of noise that you can just tell. It's just little shit noise. It's not... Mummy, I want this, or kids playing, having fun. I love the sound of a child laughing. A child laughing is beautiful. I love it when they play and you can hear them saying stupid things to each other about roles and that, of who's going to be what. I mean, well, the first day that I moved in, the, na- the noisy neighbours who are slamming doors right now and on my death list um, were making some sort of home theatre production and deciding who steps on what beat and I thought it was funny you know and they do have funny moments but there's times when they are just like little turds and the old neighbours which thankfully have only lasted a month and have moved out were just absolute little shit noise all the time like just rabid screaming and the mum wasn't any better because she would just scream over the top of the screaming so then you've got two levels of screaming. Mind you, I'm running my own business. I do work from home. It is very, very, very hard to form a beautifully written piece of text when all you can hear is just banshee style screaming. So, you know, it was like I was stuck in this sort of pod of sound, which I am a big lover of peace. I love my sound as well but I am a big lover of peace especially when I'm trying to concentrate on something that someone is paying me to produce I need to be able to focus or they're going to get the shits and not use my business anymore now I didn't know that the neighbors were that noisy when I moved in because of course the day that you inspect or the first two days that maybe that you inspect or be here the neighbors of course are out or dead silent so you have no idea what they are really like may I please advise people to inspect where they can on Weekends. I made the mistake of inspecting on a weekday and it must have fallen in just a tiny pocket where everyone was out uh, and so I uh, thought this place was a lot more quiet than it is but it isn't, it's quite it's quite, it's quite, voluminous, it's quite voluminous a lot of the time. Um, one of the things that really got me down though and this is um, going so roundabout but just so you get a bit of context where my stress was coming from um, was that when I first moved in. Uh, the neighbors' kids thought uh, it would be a really cool idea to, like, hang over the fence and look straight into my kitchen. I have a very, very tiny little one-bedroom duplex. Um, I don't have a lot of spaces to hide. I have a couple of windows which are very valued um, and little faces peering straight over. And, of course, with modern homes, we are very, very, very squished together. Um, I don't have brilliant side access, so my neighbours are literally right there. And so the neighbours' kids... Right there, right there looking in, just looking straight in. I'm just in the house, you know, pottering round. I think I may have even had my headphones on. And I was just uh, whipping up a little bit of chicken and rice, you know, just something delish for my uh, my afternoon. And uh, there they are, just looking, waving and laughing, a lot of laughing. See, so something about, like I said, you know, when I talked about kids laughing, there's nothing better than, like, happy children laughing. But there's something really disconcerting about evil children laughing and I feel like my inner eight-year-old felt like the eight-year-old that was peering over the fence and a boy too mind you was looking at her and pointing and laughing and I tell you what she was shitting her little pants because she does not like to be laughed at and adult me does not like to be laughed at either don't know whether or not they were laughing at my sense of dress what I was making what I was doing what you know day it was of the week but I didn't appreciate it and I didn't appreciate them looking being the nice person I was of course I made the mistake of going over to the window and opening it up and you know saying hello and they told me their names and a bit about their life and I got a little capture as to why they're leaning over the fence because let's just face it from what I've heard and what I've seen it ain't no bag of roses over there it seems like a pretty interesting place to spend your early years let's just hope that uh, the tea family I'm going to call them as all their names steamed up the letter T. Uh, Have a good life away from prison, but I'm uh, not liking what I'm seeing so far. Anyway, uh, I was getting really upset with this. I... Try to keep the blinds shut as much as I could but we were in the middle of effing summer and I wanted my windows open because there's only so much air conditioning you can burn in a month without worrying about your power bill and also we were getting rather nice breezes how about we open that shit up and let it flow through huh oh no we can't do that because tt and t too busy looking over the fence looking straight into my life into my world having a giggle of whatever it is that was Fucking funny, because I didn't find it funny. Anyway, so about a week later or so, I'm chilling on the couch, vaguing vaguing out. I think I was watching an episode of The Nanny or something like that. I don't know, some shit. Whatever you get on stands, free. And, uh, yeah, it started again, except this time they were at my back door looking in. So their property runs, like, pretty much uh against mine their f- house faces out but my house faces the side of the home because it's down the side of a, a three-bedroom duplex it's basically like I live in a granny flat uh, except it's attached to a to a house um and ah god I just was so upset about it you know I was so anxious I was like my hands were freaking shaking I was so enraged because I was just like oh you know they were just yelling out to me a few days before or the week before when I'd spoken to them I'd mentioned something about me having a having a dog I mean we were talking about dogs because they have a dog they've got a greyhound um beautiful little creature I just want to stick my face food of mention give it a little pet but I'm also afraid of my butt my finger off um so I just just sort of look at it um and uh, I mentioned that my family has a small dog, and uh, I don't know just got I obviously misconstrued that I have a dog. I don't know I shouldn't have even been talking to them in the first place, but that was my bad life lesson learned anywho uh so they were calling out wanting to see the dog. where's the dog? Miss? Can we see the dog? you know, and I was just like, for God's sake, I could be in here in my fucking underpants, and some kid is just like looking right into my life and So I was just really annoyed about it, A, because I don't have a dog, B, because it reminded me that I had to leave my dog or my family dog back at home and I don't get to see him, C... Because it's an incredible invasion of privacy, and it ain't happening. And everything in my body was like, just leave it, you know, just do your best to try and keep your blind shut. Blah, blah, blah. and I thought, you know what? No, this is fucking bullshit. And this is where I get back to the communication thing because my whole life I've been raised to just be, uh, don't don't put up with, you know, shit, but also put up with it. You know, this weird like borderline between the two things where it's like. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, and it is hard because I know it ain't great over there. And I'm not trying to put down people that, you know, and it's not even that they don't have a lot. It's hard to describe without probably upsetting people. But then again, I'm probably not really talking to anyone. I'm just talking to myself, aren't I? So just, you know, anyway, let's just say it's just, it it's... There's a lot of random people there at any given time. It's not a family home where there's, you know, a mum and dad or even single mum, which she is, single mum and the kids. It's like single mum and the kids plus a host of random people. I don't think I've ever seen the same person like more than once in the three months that I've been here. There's like a, so, her and the kids, yes, but then like a circulating wheel of randoms, you know, so. I'm thinking if I go over there am I going to get shot stabbed abused spat on you know a whole bunch of stuff but I ended up talking to a couple of friends of mine that have children and I explained the issue to them and I said look what would you do and I said obviously told them it was potentially a bit dicey over there I don't want to be stabbed um but uh they said you know it's worth going over there. You can't live in anxiety. One of my friends was like, "I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be dealing with that." Go over there and talk to them, but you know, stage it from a point of view of the, you know, the kids who worried about the kids falling off the fence because our um, duplexes are actually uh, staggered. So mine is actually up higher, so they are climbing even higher than high to get up over the fence. So. Th- To climb over the fence, they have to build, like, a a fort thing and then put their feet on that and then step over. So they're very high off the ground. If they were to fall, they would definitely bruise something, like, super bad. So not that I'm concerned. I think if you're going to climb over the fence and you bruise something super bad, then that's to your fucking detriment and you should have been, you know, not on my fucking fence. Anyway, uh I decided to go over there and have a chat to her. Um, I was shitting my pants uh, as soon as I got there. Um, and she opened the door. She was on the phone as well. And she's just tilted the phone from the ear to be like, what, basically? Um, and I said, oh, I'm your neighbour. And she said, what side? Oh, fucking the side where your kids always hang up. Which side do you think I'm fucking from? And, uh, yeah, I uh, just... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ended up having a chat to her and you know She wasn't that bad, she's not a bad human um, the ki- One of the kids was actually Supposed to be at school, he was standing there In his little dirty school uniform but uh, Wasn't, it was 12 o'clock on a fucking Tuesday So I'm like take that kid to school At least you know, there he's Not sitting around watching you Talking on the phone, it's sort of getting Partially an education unless Whatever you're talking about on the phone is more interesting than what they're talking about At school um, Which is a possibility, no in that family Uh but, yeah, it, it went okay. And, you know, a touch wood, they haven't been on the fence again. They have been up the side. Um, I do take a conscientious effort to be not where they are. If I hear them crunching on the rocks up the side, I make a beeline back inside or I just power walk through. Um, and I just do my best to kind of ignore them. And, you know what, they've they've kind of dissipated. The only thing is, obviously, I can't stop the noise. I can't stop screaming. Uh, the other day one of them got in trouble, wh- lopped, I was sitting, just quick story time, sitting on my couch, watching TV, just having dinner, because I've got a dining table, but like any good person who lives on their own, dining table is purely decorative, the couch is where it's at, um, and... This kid just drops the biggest swear bomb of sequenced words that I've ever heard coming out of a small mouth and then it was on. So, uh, and there was a lot of slamming doors and screaming and stuff going on and then dead silence for about half an hour, which was beautiful. Uh, But, um, you know, I don't think I would have achieved that if I'd not gone over there and been brave and tried to communicate and fought every aspect of my being and my desire to like just run away and hide you know because you know it wouldn't I'd still be over here having anxiety attacks because there's kids looking in my window granted to help myself out a little bit I did borrow a you know those, like, three-fold, by three, not by two, I should know that, um, three-fold uh, screens, like privacy screens, like dressing screens, you know, you put them in the middle of the room, give yourself a bit of privacy. I've got one of those smacked flat to the window, uh, which is good because it's kind of got that japanese kind of rice paper kind of look to it, so it's letting the light in, but it's also very much keeping the children out so I can still have the window open and obviously I'm up a bit high so my window doesn't cover my whole window but it props it up high enough that I can keep them out and I can have the window open but also not have the blinds like smashing against the windowsill every two seconds every time like a little gust blows by so that's a good solution as well if you're having trouble with your neighbors I highly suggest a privacy screen best 40 whatever bucks I ever spent or we ever spent back in the day it's beautiful I love it so, wow, 22 minutes. God, I nearly just blew my throat out. Um, communicating, not easy. I'm 28 years old, man. And uh, this is going to be obviously a lifelong journey, but I've just really discovered that unless your body is telling you one and it's two different feelings and you know you know it, there's a certain impulse in your gut, in your gut of gut, when something is not right, when you need to get away from someone and your body's going, danger, danger, like, just run away, like, don't, don't, eh, you know, that's very different than being like, oh, I could go over and say something to the neighbours, but then they might get upset with me and I don't want to, you know, cause a fuss or anything like that, but it's really bothering you and you want something done about it, like, That's just something that you've been trained but you can untrain yourself and that's something that I'm realising, you know, and I think not saying what you want and not standing up for yourself and being passive aggressive throughout your whole life is really where you get nowhere fast, you know, it's where the jobs go to other people, it's where um, things happen and they seem like they're just totally and utterly out of your control and you know you don't get you don't get anywhere and I don't want my whole life to be like that I've spent a lot of the last 28 years just nodding and going along with people want and that's not to say that you suddenly want to become some sort of a-hole where you just (laughs) you know destroy other people to get what you want that's not what I'm saying at all but you can't not go for what you want, because there's... Sorry, I just had a... Uh, <laughs> I just had a moment. Sorry about that brief interlude. I just had to stop for a second, because I actually thought those neighbours that I've just spent so much time talking about were at my front door, and uh, had to check all the windows were closed in case they were coming over here to, you know, ex- you know, take revenge or something, I don't know. But how i wanted to sort of just leave this is cuz it's like food for thought kind of thing is just with some things that i've i've kind of learned in uh, my short time that i think are important uh and then i'm going to keep practicing as i go on and i think uh you know these these are really really valuable um little life lessons that i've come across so one of the big things i've found with communicating is listening um so it's not always about what's coming out of your mouth, it's about more that what's going into your ears. And when I say listening, I mean seriously listening. Because I know a few people that cannot listen to what you're saying. They either have no attention span because it's a modern age, so phone, TV, something shiny, you know, whatever it is, just keeps distracting them and you're like, Oi, I just need five minutes of your time. Can you please put down the device? Um, but if it's not the device you can do, some people just they they can't listen in a conversation they cannot just just you know just just not um, you can just tell with the look on their face if they're not an interrupter then then they're just wanting to but a lot of them are interrupters. for example you're talking about dogs and then they'll come in and say oh, my God, that reminded me of just the funniest thing. But, oh, but wait, don't uh, – or just just remind me to come back to that when you're done. But, yeah, keep talking, keep talking. And you're like – can tell with a look on their face. They're absolutely busting to tell you their story about dogs. And you've kind of forgotten what you were talking about with dogs. And so no one's really communicating because everyone's just forgotten. And it doesn't matter what you have to say after that point because they're just waiting for their time to come into the conversation. And I mean, we've all had those moments where you're like, oh my God, I've got the best thing to add, but you know, I'd better just wait, i better just wait and I'm just going to throw it in, I'm going to look for the right moment, I'm just going to throw it in. But you know, how much did you actually hear of the conversation prior to that point? Or were you just too busy thinking about the point that you want to throw in and trying to find your timing? I would say the latter. Uh, being honest as well is really important. Um, I'm probably honest a little bit to a fault. Um, I try and spare people's feelings where I can and so that's that's probably where I come in a bit more passive and I'm just like, mm, you know, but if someone asks me and I know them quite well and I, you know, I have no problem being frank and I think while sometimes people get annoyed with you know, people going, oh, you know, geez, tell me, tell me how you really feel. I've heard tell me how you really feel, Mel, like half my, my freaking life. Um, but at the end of the day, they go away, they have a think about it, they come back and they go, shit, you know, that was some real tea, like that was some real interesting crap that you said, or, you know, man, you are all right about that or whatever, or maybe I wasn't, maybe they've got more to say on it. But, you know, at least I was honest about how I felt and I didn't hold anything back because at, the end of the day even if they don't agree with me then I got my point across maybe I changed my mind depending on what they had to say in rebuttal um, but I feel better because I was honest and that's really important in communication is not just fucking being a, a, a dick and just saying what people want to hear because it's just bullshit and it comes out at the end of the day um It's also okay to come back to something Um, if you're hitting a wall trying to communicate with someone and they're just not having it or you guys are on two different wavelengths or you're not even matching up the same point. It's okay to put a pin in it. It's okay to just kind of like bow out of the conversation a little bit and come back to it because, you know, not every conversation is going to be a winner and not every conversation you're going to get what you want, particularly if it starts to evolve into a bit of an argument, you know. Not uh, every argument goes where you want it to go. So sometimes it's okay to just come back to something after people have cooled off and have a think about what's been said. So they're like the top things that I'm trying to practice at the moment on top of being more assertive saying when someone's hurt my feelings going over into the neighbors and saying get your kids off my fence like whatever it is and I feel a lot better about it because even though yes they still make noise yes they're still annoying yes I did have to stop the podcast that I was smoothing along so smoothly with to double check that they weren't knocking on my door because it actually sounded like they were out the front uh I know that I went over there and uh You know, I know in the future that if stuff starts to, you know, go batshit again, I can do it because I've done it once before. I'll do it again. I'll keep going over there as many times as it takes to get the right neighbors, you know what I'm saying? Uh, No, I won't. I'm not going to be bothered. But seriously, if, if something really bad happened, I have the confidence now that I can go over there. I may take someone else with me the second time just in case they start thinking that, I'm just annoying and they want to stab me, but I'll just get someone to stand behind me with their arms crossed, you know, looking real turf. and they get out like I'm a real bad motherfucker when I'm not really. Um, yeah. So 28, can't communicate. Well, we're working on it. So if you guys out there are struggling to communicate, just remember that it does not hurt to take little leaps, um, and you can just start with small things. You don't have to go over and tell your neighbours to shut the fuck up, but you can... Tell the waiter that they made a milkshake with normal milk instead of almond milk and not just drink it and suffer, which I did about a year ago. Uh, yes I'm an almond milk drinker I'm not sorry about it it's just normal milk just just doesn't like me okay but I drank it anyway actually and then I really really regretted it because I knew I couldn't drink normal milk but I didn't want to be a bother and send back the milkshake so that's probably even though you know and there's no mistake in it I mean okay I don't know if you if you have not tried almond milk then uh, you will know if you ever got an almond milk coffee they are two very different things it's like being given a coke when you've ordered a Fanta. You wouldn't go, "Mm, is this Fanta? I don't know, like it's very obvious what it is, but I just let that shit slide and then I was sick afterwards. So, you know, you learn your lessons. So start with something like that. Take back the damn milkshake. That's all I've got to say. So yeah this is a very different podcast to what I normally make again I don't think anyone's going to listen to it because I'm just talking to myself but this is probably the style in which I'm going to make podcasts from now on Um, I've been very like kind of informative in that in other podcasts I definitely haven't sworn this much because I have been targeting my podcast towards younger girls I'm seriously thinking about changing that although young girls aren't adverse to hearing a bit of swearing I used to say the word fuck when I was in grade five uh, not around my parents, but at school, we used to throw it in, you know, fuck, probably wrong context as well, but you know, we were saying the word fuck because we thought we were awesome. Um, so, this is kind of going to be the groove of the podcast now, just some honest, real up bullshit, because this is the kind of content that I enjoy listening to, and it's the kind of a content in- I enjoy making, and that's the whole point of it. And maybe I'll get my finger out of my ass and start making more podcasts because I'm actually enjoying what I'm doing. Oh, and yes. I can talk underwater with rocks in my mouth and uh, I will again soon. So take care of yourself. If you want to get in contact with me, I do have a blog. I've been so freaking lazy with updating it, probably because I don't really want to. So I uh, will let you know if I decide to uh, cut that shit out, probably just because I'm sick of paying for the domain cost, but it is of stars.com uh i do have an email i'm really shit with checking it but i promise to get better and that's a cup full of stars at gmail.com and i'm also on instagram again shit with posting there but i'm gonna get better at a cup full of stars podcast if you want to find basically everything's the same handle you shouldn't have too much trouble finding me and uh all the best so stay calm be awesome and drink tea laters y'all